0: At the end of 2021, where my last business was on the verge of being sold, and I was talking to a lot of accountants and lawyers and managing that business as well as another one and a, a part-time job. My life was very, very busy. I was typically working from about 6am my time and until 9pm at night, and not really sleeping much, not getting enough exercise, getting very, very stressed out. And I was in this negative cycle of waking up and going straight to my emails, because I had had an issue the day before where something had gone really dramatically wrong in the morning, and so i I felt like i, I needed to check in case there was a problem, and that just wasn't a good cycle to be in because i'd I checked my emails and then i'd I'd look up and it was three hours later, and I hadn't done any meditation, and I had to start my day job, and I was just not not really enjoying the process at all, so I wanted an app that would help me to be able to stop me from checking emails until I had done meditation first thing in the morning and done some exercise. I started with a very small amount, just doing five minutes of meditation and five minutes of running, because that's all I had time for. And then over time I I built it up. Now I typically do about two hours of a morning routine before I start work. I I go for a, a longish run, I do some meditation, I do some journaling, and I generally feel much better having done those things. And then throughout the day, I've got the app helping me to, to block distractions so that I, I do get more done and I can actually finish work at a reasonable time instead of working late at night.
1: So how does the app help you to navigate all of this? I, didn't, I did not I um, download it myself because, again, it's like a problem that I have, but it seems like it helped you in the areas of time management better.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The ways that it helps specifically are it has a a real-time habit coaching feature where, say, if you want to meditate in the morning, the way that the app works, it's not like some of the habit tracking apps where you just tick a box to say that I've meditated. When you when you use the app, if you want to meditate, it'll remind you first thing in the morning. And it, it's actually quite a strong reminder. If you try and say open Instagram, it will block Instagram and say, wow. hey, just a reminder that you wanted to meditate. Wow. And you click on start meditating and then it can show a, a relevant YouTube video for meditation. I quite like having guided meditations. So I'll do that. And I've got a few other habits in there. And only after I've finished all of those habits can I use Instagram. Wow. Hopefully by that point, I won't really want to use Instagram. <laughs> <I'll> be...
1: <laughs> wow. I'm, la- I'm I'm chuckling because it's like... I can see some benefit there for myself. Because um, with the podcast, a regular full time job, a part-time job, which this evening... Currently, I'm not doing my part-time job because of some things that happened in the last couple of weeks. Uh, this app will actually, actually prevent me in a forceful way from logging onto news apps and other things um, outside of me. Uh, it will push me toward doing more. I'm more of a biblical type meditator. I, says I read some text. do some text. Sometimes I have a quiet time. I listen to some music. Uh, get my mind in a certain space, uh, and when it comes to podcasts and things of that sort, to get me in a certain of space, That's usually done yeah. when I'm out doing my walks. Uh, so the app would actually block out the unnecessary noise, help me to block it out better when I get walking more frequently. Actually, this evening was the first time I did a walk in a while. It was like a 35-minute walk with my fiance, because yeah. uh, whereas I'm more of a power walker, she's more of a like la- laid-back la- casual walker. Uh, um, so, I guess this, this episode is really in line with some positive things I need in my life. That so I didn't think it really related, but now you made it relate. So I thank you for that. Um so what this app does, if I'm understanding you correctly, though it's helping assisting people in one area, you can help all people, generally speaking, to be more focused and get more done in a with a positive spin. Not being, um, I guess, cyberspace land lost or <laughs> well, made a hmm. term when you should be exercising or breathing more slowly, meditating or even reading. That could even be in the context of I need to, in my case really is not reading uh, audio books. Hey, I need 15 minutes in the morning to listen to audio books. When I was spending 30 minutes uh, every other day, I was finishing like a book a month or two books a month. Um, they would just have a has it without having this app. I think man, I'm downloading your app <laughs> and using it in a limited way for myself. And I do recommend it for anyone else that struggles in different areas of maintaining a certain schedule, a healthy schedule, I would say. Self time, me time, self care. Uh, so, how long have you been engaging like this? Not only with the app, but just, you don't give an exact number of months or years. But on this journey, this journey of living your best life in line with the podcast name, um, generally speaking, how long?
0: The app, I've been building it for a bit over a year. Mm -hmm. It started in, in January 2022. And living my best life, I've been from probably about... 2012, I got quite interested in meditation and some of the the spiritual practices that I do. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I, I was very committed to for a couple of years. And then as work got busier, it started to fall off. So it's been nice in the last 18 months or so to have recommitted to it and to have made some of those spiritual and self-care practices more prominent in my life again. And I feel a lot calmer and less stressed as a result.
1: Yeah, I think that's, I can relate in that area. I try to relate as much as possible Excuse with guests that come on my show and keep the human element in it. Uh, I was going to, hmm. based on my different episodes, people would go back and listen to it. I'm not, this is not my story. This is your story. This is your story as, as it impact can impact other people. It has the impact of people, maybe you be on different podcasts, different shows sharing a story uh, We often think I use all, we loosely uh, taking care of taking the physical being or the mental being inside of ourselves, part of ourselves, and negate sometimes the spiritual because it's often related to religiosity versus. Meditation, different different formats versus hmm. taking quiet time where you just take mm-hmm. dark room. I've done that before. Lights out, lay in bed, just clear my mind. On nights when I am restless and can't really sleep, I now have through this is no, I'm not getting paid for this infomercial. I now have our heart radio because I don't use uh, other apps that's out there like Pandora. Uh, where I have a couple of meditative channels, one is nature sounds to put me in that quiet space, to bring heart rate down, breathing down, so that I can actually fall asleep on those restless nights when it seems like the world is just closing in, and especially after a day of good stuff, like I had a great job interview the other day for a new job, possible new job, and the energy level is really high, but the body needs to rest properly, relax. Mm. So, yeah, I put that on. And just the, mm. those tunes take me to that space mm. and just find myself in a deep sleep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And I wake up and so, say, wow, that was, that, that was good. So, mm. spiritual, yes, yeah, spirituality is a big deal when it comes to our overall well being regardless of how people may interpret it. Well, a, let me be careful. Let me rephrase that. Some types of spirituality can leave you more agitated, more frustrated. Some approaches hmm. can leave you more uptight. You, it feels good in the moment. However, it's like taking an energy drink. You get that high, that burst. But once the effects wear off, you just feel, perhaps feeling worse than you did. before you get that burst of energy for the energy drink. Uh, hmm. But everyone has to choose their own path. I firmly believe in.
0: yeah for sure Uh, these kind of habits are are very personal and what works for me isn't going to work for other people No, it's important to experiment and find out what is going to leave you with a sustained amount of energy because like you said that, that spike in energy and then the trough of energy reduction afterwards isn't really a good way to live I used to drink a lot of coffee and that kind of spike. Yeah. Is, yeah. It feels good in the moment, but I, I think overall it's better if I find a, a way to have a level, a sustained level of energy rather than going up and down and up and down. Now that goes
1: back, brings me back to the exercise element. Um, mm. Not seeing that everyone has to exercise as you exercise. Uh, one of my favorite podcasters I listen to, uh, he exercises regularly. Um, and he runs and all this other stuff. And That's not necessarily a lifestyle for everyone else. However, the importance of exercise based off what you just shared, would you like to reiterate a little bit more about how that has really played a part, the physical aspect of phys- being healthier physically from your story and getting on the healthy routine? Because your routine may not be my routine, My routine was simply doing like 10 miles of walking a week at a high pace, but that 10 miles of walking dropped my blood pressure like almost 15 points, (laughs) Hmm. spread out over three days. (laughs) So yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Now I need to get, I'm now trying to get back to that again. But this again is about your routine or how others can possibly alter their lifestyle or just be encouraged to move differently because of your story. So back Hmm. to you again.
0: so I have a history of being quite an intense runner in my early 20s I was doing ultra marathons which is more than 42 kilometers in one go Mm -hmm. and I'd be running sometimes 100 miles per week Mm. and I did that when I was a student and I had a lot of time (laughs) and as I as I evolved in my career the amount of time that I had available reduced and my motivation dropped so I wasn't doing as much exercise but for me I've realize that there's a bit of a a sweet spot, that a certain amount of aerobic exercise every morning is very helpful for my mood and my ability to concentrate for the rest of the day. So when I started back on my routines in 2022, I felt so squeezed for time that all I could fit in was a five-minute run, which is basically almost pointless because it's so short that there's not much benefit out of it. the main thing was about getting some consistency because i what i have often done in the past is i do almost like a, a crash diet or a challenge where i would go straight back into trying to run the way that i used to run and then i get burnt out or i get injured and i have to stop again so what i was trying to do this time around was Following the guidance from a book called Tiny Habits by B.J. Fogg, I really recommend that book. Okay. He talks about how having consistency in habits is the most important thing, that it doesn't matter how big it is, as long as we're doing it every day, it's going to have positive effects. And I tried that out, I, I started with a five-minute run each day, and next uh, week after that, I did six minutes.
1: Uh, excuse me one and, second, I'm going to a slow typer. However, I'm going to try to type this in the message box for people that may catch it later. Or,
0: mm.
1: yeah, so the book you recommend is, see, so yeah, either you or I could either type in little me- no notes in the message box for others to catch it later. You said Tiny, Tiny Happens again? Is the, yeah, the book? I just, I just oh, there you it, go. Yeah. I see it. Got it. It's already popped up. Thank mm. you, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah. So no I'm, 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 we're recording from my phone. Oh. Uh, which I found it's a lot like easier to connect through the app. And it also allows me to add other co-hosts if someone should come on listening to this live and they, I'll do them a quick vetting on my laptop just sitting beside me before I bring them on the air though um, to make sure they're in line with the theme of the show. So that helps you two to engage with each other and dialogue that way and we'll have a powerful show getting there. I'm not there yet. I'm working on it. <laughs> anyway, back to the, the, the exercise in more than the five minutes to get benefit, you were saying.
0: Yeah, The what I then did was five minutes the first week, then six minutes the, the next week, and I gradually just added a minute every week until by the end of the year, I was comfortably running 45 minutes every day. And the the key thing is that when it's gradual like that, it's very easy on the body and it feels easy to fit in as well because if you ask me to fit in basically two hours of morning routine activities, I'm talking about a 45-minute run, half an hour of journaling, doing some meditation, doing some Chinese study, a bunch of different habits that I have, I just would have said I don't have time and I wouldn't have done any of it But because I, I started small and then I gradually built up. It felt manageable. I was able to create more space in my life because I I gradually increased it. And the the clarity of mind that doing the running and the meditation gave me helped me to be more productive at work so that I could finish earlier and could then go to sleep a bit earlier and wake up a bit earlier to fit in more time in my morning routine. So it's a bit of a virtuous cycle. And starting small is the key thing for me. Okay. Okay. Uh there's a channel. We're listening. Oh, yeah. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead.
0: One other thing with the the running the the reason I, I like that is because I've got ADHD and the there's this idea that well, I experience it myself. It's very hard for me to meditate. Like if, if I wake up first thing and I try and meditate, I'm likely to either fall asleep. Or I will just start thinking of crazy ideas and and I won't be able to just sit there calmly. But if I do active mindfulness practices first, which could be going for a walk, going for a run, doing yoga, even doing the dishes. Anything where my body is moving, but I'm not necessarily, say, reading a book or listening to, to a podcast or anything like that if I'm just moving my body and I'm letting my mind wander, that's really helpful for clearing my mind. And then after I've done that for a while, I can meditate because I've got a an empty mind by that point mm-hmm. and I can really get into a, a deep state of calm afterwards. And I think that's pretty common for people with ADHD that in order to meditate, we have to prepare our mind by doing something physical first. Okay.
1: I've...
0: Uh- in an
1: indirect way, I can see that happening. A person such as myself that has survived all types of mental and emotional trauma throughout his life, mm. which is which is which was really the that the first episode of this um, podcast. Uh, with my eldest son, and he was he had knee surgery, ACL surgery in his knee. And while helping care for him, he's always been a firm supporter of his dad. He, and the different ways I've gotten my story out through writing poetry, through the open mics, that form. He's like, Dad, you need to tell your story. And um, I've t- I attempted to do it in different formats on different platforms. But in the end, to make this a long story of short, in a sense, we came up with the title Precondition of Fail and it stuck and when i came across a podcasting by means of a facebook ad that was the very first one i did and the reason how does that relate to you even now it's got i don't know how many plays a bunch of plays five years later people still going back to episode one uh which um how does that how, how that relates to what you shared for me it, it was a turning point for me. To look at how I was moving physically, not just saying that my job was physical some days and not physical others, but how I needed to do actual needed to exercise actual exercise, and so I started out gradually. I did a quarter mile walk, and then I put a headphones on and I would listen to I paid subscription to YouTube, so I would listen to motivational content through that. Uh, as a podcaster, I actually, in the early days, didn't really listen to many podcasts, more YouTube versions of podcasts. They audio, that like that. So that physical clarity that's achieved through the the mental clarity, should I say, that's, a, that's, that's acquired through physical activity, it's a powerful thing. Even if it's done, like you said, you did yours by adding minutes, increments. I did my increments. Um, mm. And it was a slow journey. And I can look back over the last six, seven, eight months and see that I've since I've not been exercising, even 20 minutes every other day or 30 minutes a day. When we started walking this evening, it was a casual pace. I lost track of time. When she said she had gone as far as she could go, that's when we stopped. We were conversing, yet there was a level of calmness in the conversation as if I was actually listening to something. And hmm. then I realized that I was actually in that calm space. I was So I was getting ready to jump up here and do some other stuff, When I got the alert reminding me, thankfully, of our recording this evening, Um, which I still may do some other things. I did a Facebook, Instagram reel earlier today. All All I'm trying to say simply is that the importance, what you said, cannot be emphasized enough. If we're able to do any type of physical exercise, it must be done. And if, if if you're a place in your life where you must consult with a physician because of your health, other health concerns, then do it. Uh, I've seen videos where people just simply get up and down of a chair. That's their form of stretching. That's all they can do. They sit, they stand, they sit, they stand. Uh, it's, it's, it's vitally needed regardless of what we're battling and facing. I'm glad you drove home the point. That it doesn't have to be like, I got to do it all now kind of mindset. I got to do five. It can be a gradual process. Thank you for bringing that mm. down to a level where there's really zero excuses for not doing anything. Appreciate that, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Rakeem. Yeah,
0: what, one of the philosophies in the Tiny Habits book is that you want the habit to be so easy that it's harder not to do it than to do it. Because if it, if it feels... If it feels hard, then there's so many other easy things in our lives that we could do instead. Going in and scrolling on Instagram, it feels a lot easier. But if yeah. it's something as simple as getting up from the chair a couple of times or doing some stretches, that's mm. a, a great place to start and it, it can evolve from there.
1: Yeah,
0: help, to, help to your
1: body, help your mind, help your spirit. So i mm. connected, better emotionally speaking. Um, like I said, being a survivor of childhood trauma that I did, that I thought I had dealt with, to find myself in my 40s and my 50s, now in my 60s, I've got an appointment with my therapist next week. In the African American community, I don't know how it is in Australia, however, I know here in America, that's still taboo for a person such as myself. It may be more digestible because of social media, and we're in an age of instant information. Still, I know of places like I grew up at a rural community and other rural communities. Man of color in therapy. Nah, trauma? No. You have a trauma childhood. You just had a disciplined one. Nah, hmm. it was a traumatic one. Um, and knowing that true health, better health, living your best life. Knowing that life is about more than living. Is tied in with emotional, spiritual, physical and mental well-being. The well-being at all levels. And only you can choose your approach to that. But the one who truly never heals, who truly never lives up their life to the fullest is the individual who chooses not to begin on one of the addressing one of those areas. And hopefully it will mm-hmm. lead to all four areas being addressed. And hopefully it will lead to them engaging with a person such as yourself, who could be a case study for others who want to continue to look at the weakness, sort of looking at the power and the strength that one can gain from addressing not a problem, but an opportunity to be a better person, if only as an individual. Uh, doctors, we know, physicians, scientists. Yes, they they are here to address our problem, but we see our problem as an opportunity to become better. To me, that takes the, takes power out of the, out of the word problem. and gives power to the verbiage that I am more, more than in what I am defined as or who I'm defined as or this or that. Uh, that's, again, the core of this whole podcast for the most part. Whether it goes down the road politically, social issues, whatever, at the end of the day, discovering how to be a better version of yourself or sharing that better version with others who are struggling to do become that. Um, hmm. I will say that what you share so far is probably one of the most powerful stories I've heard or, or, or I've shared in this podcast. I've had others. I'm not getting another guest I've had. Their stories are awesome as well. However, what you said touched my heart in a different capacity. It took me back to the gentleman who I recorded out of California, the Tears, who met this woman online and dated her for less than six months. She died of cancer. He told her story in his podcast. Mm. And I can't remember what episode it is. But I was in tears before he finally finished telling me the story of their relationship. How, out of that relationship, during her battle with cancer, knowing that she could die in a moment, she was still exercising. She was still doing meditation. She was focused on her, her all four elements. She was living her best life based on what he shared with me. They wrote a book about their, their romance. And out of that, her pain her power, he is now working with individuals as a physical, um, not therapist, but um, can't think of the word. When you go to the gym, that person.
0: Personal trainer.
1: That's it. Yeah, personally. Out of of that short-term relationship, he's a personal trainer that helps other people. Because she inspired him to get physically fit and move in those ways. And Your story is one of those stories. I didn't see it taking me down this road like this. I saw the technical aspects of focus bear. Thank you for bringing the human element to this episode. Thank you for hitting me at the core of why I do this. Thank you again, sir. No problems. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm glad we worked past the hiccups and got you on. I said we because <laughs> I often talk about in every episode, my fiance, <laughs> she becomes my wife. We had our two-year anniversary of dating this week. Thank you. It was almost a missed opportunity because we met through Facebook dating in all places. Hmm. But thankfully, the technology allowed us to reconnect. And um, Hmm. and we both struggle with different types of stuff, yet she has an audience around the world that she does live on once a week with some other teammates. she always goes back and listens to my episodes at some point. So this is going to touch her heart probably in, in other ways. She'll probably get mad at me and push me to be a little, be a little bit more diligent about walking <laughs> and walking with yeah. her and getting that physical end of it going better because it, it's a benefit to us. It's a benefit to everyone. I can't over that. I'll say it again. Exercise in any form is better than no exercise at all. Hmm. Uh,
0: thank you for yeah. that. And even if it's only five minutes.
1: Only five minutes. Happens. Years ago, I read a post where this gentleman lost over 100 pounds simply doing five minutes a day, every day. And it was gradual. The weight loss was gradual. But he went hard as he could in a five-minute workout. And over time, it played out. He used what he had. He used what he had. Hmm. I'm going to wrap this up because... Uh, today I'm trying to keep it right at 30 minutes and we're at 29. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say and deny that it was a hiccup. When we first started talking, I failed to hit the record button. So we lost about a minute of conversation. However, there's nothing lost as far as what we talked about. Um, hmm. because I sitting sitting right there looking at it. I was talking to you and everything and the record button had, been hit, had not been hit. Um, so uh, I put it out there. It wasn't worth going back to say let's start over again, and then have a hiccup saying we cannot connect. Uh, my listening audience. No worries.
0: It was it was great talking to you, and I I thank you also for for talking about the taboo around therapy too, because that that seems really important. Yeah. I, in Australia too, I think there is still a, a taboo for men to, to talk about mental health issues. I've, I've been to therapy myself and I found it very helpful. So I'm glad you spoke about it. Thank I'm sir. glad you're taking care of yourself.
1: Thank you, sir. There's a great book called Think Unbroken. It's easy to find. Um, surviving childhood trauma. I follow Jim on Instagram. He, uh, it's, it's, it's one of the few books I actually bought a physical copy of. I love audio books. And uh, Thinking Broken, Surviving Childhood Trauma. This hmm. is a powerful book by another 30 something. They would say Millennials Don't Contribute. This Millennial is a game changer. Michael is a game changer. I can't, I'm can't. going to give a shout out to him because uh, being of mixed race for a better choice of words. I want to choose how they categorize stuff. That's just what I'm going to use right now. Um, his story is it's a great story in written, in the written format. Or audible, not anything from your story. It's just the point of his story is how you are able to come forward and deal with childhood trauma, or deal with get the mental, get the mental assistance you need as a man, like you said, because it's it taboo. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this has been another. I'm gonna say I'm gonna do a quick infomercial, then I'm gonna close it out with your your final words. can uh, if you're interested in generate doing your own podcast, then check out Podbean as a as a service uh, app, easy to use. My listening audience, you can have up to seven peop eight people record at the same time in a group recording um, with the paid plan, and therefore there can be a whole conference basically going on here. I mean, it's a Podbean, check it out. I am a Podbean affiliate. Um, download the app, give it a shot. Even in a free format, the great things can be done. Uh, you landing on, on Apple, Spotify, and other places. That's my improvised infomercial. Now, I'm going to let Jeremy close this out. And I'm just going to say for myself, myself, goodbye. The final words you were hear are from Jeremy.
0: Go ahead, sir. Yeah, uh, my... My overall suggestion would be to find something that you enjoy doing that involves a movement practice. It, it doesn't have to be running. It doesn't have to be walking. It could be playing squash. It, it could be swimming. But find something that you will enjoy doing. It could be dancing even and do it every day because it'll make you feel much better. It'll give you clarity of mind and it'll make you physically fitter. And if you need help with Getting it into your day and avoiding going down the Instagram or Facebook rabbit holes, the Focus Bear app can.